0: But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Well, hey there. So good to be with you today on this episode of The Burt Not Ernie Show. I hope that you had a blessed and wonderful and just a peaceful, joy-filled Christmas. And that now, as we get ready to move into the new year of 2023, my hope for you, my prayer for you is that you're trusting the Lord more fully, like F-U-L-L-Y, completely fully, trusting in him fully as we step into a new year that is certainly going to hold some things that we don't anticipate, surprises, difficulties, blessings, struggles, all the things of life. I hope you're trusting the Lord Before you even get to the new year, I hope you're fully trusting him for the new year. My prayer is that you will know God better than you've ever known him before in 2023. That you would hear the voice of your good shepherd more clearly than you've ever heard it before. That you'll have more joy and more peace and more faith than ever, ever before. And that you will see the miraculous happening all throughout the coming year. Is that kind of a big, bold prayer for me to be praying on your behalf? Well, yeah, I mean, perhaps it is, but isn't that what makes it a prayer that's worth praying? Like, I mean, I'm praying this from the depths of my heart. Isn't the bigness and the boldness of it kind of what makes it worth praying with a heart of fervency? I think so. I really definitely do think that it's a worthwhile prayer to pray. I may not get 100% of everything I ask for, right? I mean, most likely I won't. But when I'm praying this for other people, you know God better. Hear the voice of your good shepherd more clearly. Have more joy, more peace, more faith than ever before. See miracles happen in your life and around you in the lives of others. I think that's a prayer that the Lord will answer. I'm kind of banking on it and going all in in my praying for you as we roll into 2023. You're listening to the Burt Not Ernie Show podcast, part of the Spark Network, now playing in the Edify app. This is episode number 130. Okay, so recently I have been reading through the later chapters of the book of Genesis, and I've also been reading the New Testament books of 1 Peter and Hebrews. So every day, like every day when I'm reading in these books, it just seems like the Holy Spirit shows me places from my own life where I need to yield more to him. Like just fully give over to him. Trust him more, believe him more. For me personally kind of grow up more. It's part of my sanctification process to continue to grow up in the Lord, to never feel like I've reached full adulthood, you know? Like I want to keep knowing the Lord better. And for me, it's that's growing up more. I don't always learn my lessons the easy way. Sometimes I have to have some some conviction from the holy spirit some guidance from the word where i'm like oh my goodness I, I i have not been doing this i've been doing the opposite that kind of thing grow up more right daily this is what i'm bumping into when i open my bible and read it and i don't i don't resent it i love it i'm thankful for it looking at the life of joseph from the old testament book of genesis like when i read about him from his childhood Moving on into the difficulties he had with his brothers, and there were difficulties there to the betrayal that he experienced, not just from his brothers but also during his time in Egypt. He had some things where he put in a good work and was working hard and had the right attitude. um You can't really derive anything else from the story of joseph's life, right? I mean there's just not God does not punches and is is not afraid to put the absolute truth of the character of people in his word. And we just don't see Joseph as a 17 year old, as someone with really terrible character based on what happened in Potiphar's house with Potiphar's wife. I mean, it's pretty impressive, honestly. So like we see that what felt like a betrayal, like I put this in and I got this out. What's going on? You know, I see those things and it reminds me that God's word is so helpful for whatever life season we're in, whatever we're going through, there is help and encouragement in the word of God. And it's a beautiful reminder that we're not alone and that the Lord sees and that there is a bigger picture going on despite difficult times. And like when we look at the life of Joseph, one difficult time heaped on top of another. You know, his, his time in Egypt was anything but sunshine and roses, if we're completely honest sometimes we think, oh, it must have been great to be second in command to Pharaoh. I don't know. I think if Joseph had had his way, he probably missed his family so much. And there were aspects of his former life. We see this based on what he named his two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh, what those names mean. I think that for him, even being second in command to Pharaoh, I just think that that isn't enough to take away the heartbreak of what he missed with the people that, that he loved, his family. So, um, it's encouraging. You know, I've been encouraged, convicted, and challenged. It's encouraging in the sense that we're not alone when we go through these times where we just can't totally make sense of all of it. And even when we get to a point where we're like, oh, now I see what God was doing. And we can acknowledge like Joseph, you meant it for evil. God meant it for good. That's a beautiful realization to come to. But we don't see the Lord ever saying that, you know, when Joseph went and, and wept, when his brothers came back and didn't recognize him. Um, you know, weeping in the other room. We don't see God saying, you shouldn't feel that. You shouldn't have that pain. No, no, not at all. So we can be encouraged, convicted, and challenged all at the same time. It's not always the most fun place to be in my personal walk as a disciple of Jesus when I'm experiencing that growing up time when the Word of God is just is in the holy spirit just grow up jan grow up jan it's not always the most fun place to be but it's always a healthy good place for me to be and so as it says in chapter four of first peter i am finding joy in the hard things now that's a very 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 loose jan paraphrase by the way that's not not quoting it directly but first peter four just reminds me that i can find joy in the hard things so can you and I hope today to really encourage you with a, a prayer. Actually, I'm going to be praying over you from Psalm 18. I just want to read a little bit, a couple of verses. Um, no, I'm just going to read one verse. I'm going to hone in on one verse from Psalm 18, verse three. First from the New Living Translation, and then the Amplified. Here's what it says from the NLT: "I called on the Lord, who is worthy of praise, and He saved me from my enemies." Okay, that's the New Living Version. Here's the Amplified. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised and I am saved from my enemies. A really tiny, itty bitty, small differences between the two versions. But the amplified is like we're changing the tense a little bit. New living, I called on the Lord, called, past tense. Amplified, I call upon the Lord, present tense. So, and then the very tail end, and he saved me from my enemies. That just seems past tense, but the amplified, and I am saved from my enemies, I I like that little contrast there because it's just a, it's a really great reminder that right now I can pray and call upon the Lord and I can still believe him to save me in the present tense, in the present day from my enemies, whatever and whoever my enemies might be. So tiny differences, but you know, that, that word call in the amplified, I love the present tense and that last little portion and I am saved from my enemies also a great reminder, sometimes by default, I can go down my prayer list and I'm just running through the list and not running, even when I'm like really focused on not checking it off, but like focused on praying for the people and the needs on that list. And I can completely not, not pray over my own life at all. Anybody else do that? I don't think I'm the only one. This verse reminds me to call upon the Lord and then I'm saved from my enemies. The two go hand in glove, not just like why didn't you save me from my enemies? And sometimes I'm like, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even call upon you. I didn't even ask. I prayed for a lot of other people, and I'm thankful to do that. It's a privilege and a blessing. I never take for granted the honor and the trust that it is to pray for other people. However, I also need to sometimes remember that I personally have to ask God for what I need, and you do too. So, um, very small differences there, but. Good, good reminder as I wrap up a year and lean into a new one, because remember how we end one year is how we start another one. I can't end it with a really lousy attitude. And then one minute later when it's 1201 have a suddenly improved attitude. Like I, I can decide to end my year in prayer. And then I'm literally beginning the new year in prayer. So right now, right now, today, Okay, I'm kind of pausing for, not so much for a dramatic effect, but pausing so you kind of come back in in case I lost you for a second there. Right now is the moment that we can call upon the Lord and we can expect him to do some rescuing in our lives. That doesn't always mean that being saved from our enemies looks like we think it should look, but we can depend on, we can believe him and trust him that he is doing a salvation and rescuing work in our lives whenever we call on him. We have enemies, like it or not. I do, you do. You know, the devil, of course, he's our ultimate enemy. He just is. But so often in my own life, I am my own enemy. I might be just really fearful about failing at some new thing. So I just put it off. I do some other stuff. I work on this. I fiddle around with that. But I failed to do the thing that I should get going on. I failed to do it. Why? Because I don't want to do it wrong. I don't want to fail in doing it. Anybody else fail that way? and like, I, I know that failure is not fatal. I know that failure is actually not doing anything, right? Like if the way I fail is by not doing the thing God is calling me to do. That's failure. Trying at something, learning and growing and taking sometimes little tiny slow baby steps forward. That's actually a part of success. Failure is not as big a deal as I give it credit for. I need to reframe it sometimes. The end of a year, the start of a new year, it's a great time to reframe it. Failure when I am doing what the Lord calls me to do is more like falling forward toward his good and perfect and pleasing will from my life. Failure is falling backward when I do nothing, try nothing, attempt nothing, because when I don't get in the game, then I'm not doing anything for God's glory or for his kingdom or for other people's benefit. Failure kind of, if I'm looking at the book of James, would be when I know the good I ought to do, but I don't do it. So as I live out this last, you know, the last few moments of 2022, step into the new year, which, you know, it feels new. Technically, it's just simply turning the page on a calendar and maybe not one single thing beyond that date change might even be remotely new or different at this point in my life, but still it feels new. As I live in this moment and I move forward into the next moments of my life, I'm choosing this year, right now, I'm choosing to remember the truth about failure because there are some things that I need to work on, some prayers I need to pray Some tasks that I need to be about, some people I need to love better, some dreams I need to dream with the Lord, some dreams I need to give to the Lord and say, you, this can die with you, it can be resurrected, it can, it's yours, it's all yours, some nonsense and baggage that I need to drop right here and never pick up again. I'm thinking you may need to leave some stuff behind too. Maybe you need to redefine failure for the new year, for your own life, for your own experiences, for your own things that maybe you want to try and haven't tried yet. Maybe we need to collectively give each other lots of grace, like ample grace, while also extending that same grace to our very own selves. All right, back to Psalm 18. I am calling on the Lord today, and I have made plans to call on him as often as need be in 2023. Like, I mean it. I have decided in advance that my time in prayer is going to be much more of a priority than it has been. I'm And, and I don't mean, I'm not saying I'm not a praying person. I'm saying I am a person who prays, and I'm going to make it even more of a priority. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody else. Where if you ever feel like you do something a lot, and then you need to do it a lot more. But that's kind of where I'm at right now. And as I do that, I am believing that he is going to Save me from my enemies, even when I'm my biggest enemy, which I very often am. If it's okay with you, I want to just take a few minutes and pray a blessing over you for the new year. Okay, you just sit back and listen while I pray for you. And I guess one more thing I want to I want to challenge you and encourage you with is, as I pray for you, go out on a limb in a way and really believe that This prayer that's based on Psalm 18, so completely based on the word of God, is these are things God wants to do for you. Believe him for it. Sometimes it feels like we are out on a limb when we believe God for something, let alone for a whole lot of things like I'm about to pray, especially if we've been through a hard season. I want to encourage you to listen, be blessed by this, be encouraged, but believe it. Even if you just believe it as much as that tiny little mustard seed of faith, believe it that much, because this is what God's word says. It's not here by accident. It's here for you. And I don't think you're listening to this by accident. I think this is for you at this moment in time. This is for you for the new year. And if you listen to this on December 31st of 2023 before the next year, then it's for you then because God is so good. Okay, I'm going to quit John and start praying. Let me pray for you. Lord, my prayer for each one listening today is that they will wholeheartedly, with all of their heart, with fervency and with devotion, that they would love you more in 2023 than at any other time in their life. Would you be their strength? And not only when they face trouble or trials or difficulties or stress, but every single day, be their strength as they parent their children, if they're they're moms and dads, as they grieve losses. This could be any kind of loss, Lord, jobs or friendships or um, health or just, you know, a change of seasons. As they do their job week after week, in their finances, as they face what may really feel like economic times that are heavy and hard to bear if in their family relationships, in their ministry roles. And if they don't feel like they have a ministry, open a door. Show them where they can have a ministry or show them what maybe they don't see. Reveal to them the ways that they do minister to other people. Even when they lie down each night to go to sleep, would you be their strength in those times to rest fully in you, be able to get the sleep and the rest that you want them to have because it's in the word. We know you want them to rest easy and to be at peace when they lie down and sleep. So give that to them all throughout the upcoming year be their rock their fortress their rescuer in the new year anytime they need a rock you be it anytime they need fortress you be that anytime they need a rescuer that's you lord so be that for them may they turn to you and take refuge in you as often as they need to this is something we can never exhaust or wear out so help them to take full advantage of what you offer them in being their refuge anytime they need a place of refuge Be their shield, be their high tower, where they will be above the stresses of daily life and able to see things from a different point of view, from your point of view. Give us your point of view, Lord. Be their stronghold, a very certain help and a comfort in their time of need. You are worthy to be praised, Lord. So may they praise you often and with great adoration. Save them from their enemies, whomever and whatever those enemies may be. Hear me, Lord, as I pray today and keep this prayer before you all year. I'm asking big, Lord. I'm asking you to hear me on their behalf. You know everyone who will ever listen. You know everyone who will ever hear this prayer. My prayer is that every one of them will be able to see and know and experience answers to this prayer, that they would know you better, that they would experience your love. Lord, keep this prayer before you all year, one that you're going to answer on their behalf again and again and again. This is a big prayer I'm asking, but you're a big God and you delight to do the impossible. So do it, Lord, do it. Open dry paths for them to walk on when it seems as if deep waters are hindering their way. Where you lead, may they follow. And may they be blessed in that following of your daily leading. You're going to lead them daily. I ask that they would be strengthened by your Holy Spirit to follow wherever you lead, to just stick so close to you that they are never far from you and that they feel close to you. Sometimes our feelings play tricks on us, Lord, may it not be so for them this year. May they just know and feel your closeness and your love. Reach down from on high and rescue them, delight in them. Bring them out into a broad place. Enable them to live clean lives before you, honoring you, both in public and in private. Keeping the ways of the Lord. May they remain in your word. Daily in your word. Daily spending time in prayer, listening for what you might speak to them. And keep them as part of the local church, because that blesses them, that honors you, And they can be a blessing to others, so keep them as part of the local church. May they not forsake the gathering together of the saints. Show yourself kind to them, and may your kindness spur them on to kindness that overflows onto others. Save your people who are afflicted, and remind them of the need to remain humble before you and humble before others. Keep them from arrogance, from foolishness, and haughty behaviors, or even haughty thoughts. By your power, Lord, they can crush a troop and they can scale a wall. It's by your power so we never have any need to be anything but humble. Hiding should be far from us because everything we're able to do comes through you and it's all for your glory and your credit. As they do great exploits spiritually for your kingdom, may you receive every bit of the glory and praise. Bring them healing in every area that it's needed emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually, relationally, and every other way that healing will bless them and honor you. Encircle them with strength, be their rock, make their way blameless. May their feet be like hinds feet, stable and sure and able to climb on the heights because we know that the high points of life require sure footing. So we don't forget you or your blessings in the good times. Or think that we cause the good things of our own accord or focus too much on the good life and end up stumbling due to not caring for those around us who may not be in as good a time in this current season of life. May we be generous people who love others well and stay humble before you. Thankful people who acknowledge that every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of heavenly lights with whom there is no shadow of turning. We thank you for that. Make us able to stand firmly and walk safely in the midst of trouble. Set us securely on high places that you have ordained for us. Where you want us to walk, may we walk. Where you want us to go, may we go. The mountains you want us to climb, may we climb them with you in the coming year. Train our hands for the battles that we fight. And to be in the fray and in the fight by praying for those that you lead us to pray for. That is what I'm asking for every listener today. May they be able to bend a bow of bronze and see the prayers that they pray All the way through to fruition, uphold them and sustain them with your right hand. May your gentleness, your gracious response to them as they pray be evident in their life. As I pray today, would you answer me out of your graciousness? Would you make them great for your kingdom and your purposes in ways that this world needs to see so desperately? There's a hurting world, hurting people all around every one of us. May you make us great in a way that points people to you, that shows people what they really need, that gives them love and compassion and reveals to them the heart of our Father in heaven. Enlarge the path before them. Make their steps secure so their feet will not slip. They will pursue their enemies and overtake them this year. They will not turn back until their enemies are consumed. Satan will not have the final victory, and I am asking that he will not win in the battles that they fight in 2023. Lord, with humility, I am making this request on their behalf. Do not deny me my request today, Lord, if at all possible. I want to be praying like the woman in Luke chapter 18, like the widow, the parable you told Lord about, praying and not giving up. I'm going to ask and ask and ask again, just like that persistent widow. Do not withhold from me answers to this prayer I'm praying today. Answer it again and again on their behalf, all throughout the next 12 months. May their enemies fall wounded under their feet, just as it says in your word. Encircle them with strength for the battle. Strength for whatever comes in 2023, just as it says in Psalm 18. Subdue those who come against them. Contentious people who come against them. Rescue them, Lord. Rescue them. If there are those that come against them in ways that are not going to help them to grow and to be more sanctified or honor you, rescue them and subdue those enemies from having free reign or even the littlest bit of reign in their life, Lord. Your word says that the weapons will not prosper. They will be formed, but they will not prosper. May that be so for them this year. Place them as the head and not the tail. May they be positioned for service among those who are your people, Lord, and those who are in need of you in their lives. May they be a blessing to their fellow believers and a blessing to those who do not know you as Lord. May they live in obedience to you, to your will and your call on their lives. And may they see the fruit of the Spirit in their life again and again and again all year long. You, Lord, you live. You, Lord, you live. Blessed be your name. May you, the God of our salvation, be exalted. We thank you. We praise you and we acknowledge that we serve a living God, a living Savior. The tomb is empty. Thank you, Jesus. You defeated death and hell. Praise you, Jesus. May we live as if we fully understand the power and the might of the resurrection and the promise that the same power that raised Jesus from the grave is at work in each one of us every single day. Rescue these ones for whom I'm praying today whenever they need rescuing. Lift them above those who attack them and rise up against them. Whether these people are attacking via circumstances, via things at work, uh, whether it's just situations that come up that don't seem to have individual people attached to them. It could be as simple as uh, chronic nightmares or lack of sleep. It could be as intense as something that you just have a perception is a satanic attack. Would you rescue them and deliver them? From every attack of the enemy through any means that he brings it. And do it again and again and again all year. Be a hedge of protection around them. And may you be, as it says in Psalm ninety one, that lift them up above it. That they're gonna they're gonna be so close to you that they're gonna be perfectly safe there with you and protected. You make promises in Psalm ninety one and Psalm 103 about healing in every sense of the word. So do that for them. Deliver them, bless them, rescue them, favor them. Help them to stay humble, and may they just love you more and more and more, day by day. We're your people. We are a people of peace, so may we live in peace and at peace, as far as it depends on us, as much as it is possible for each one listening, may they be people at peace who live at peace with all those around them. We choose today to honor you with our lives all year long. We set this year before you, 2023, we set it before you, we offer it to you before it even begins. We give you our worship, our love, our adoration, our hearts. You are good, and you cannot be otherwise. You do nothing apart from your loving kindness toward us. We give thanks to you. We praise you. Lord among the nations, may you be exalted among all people all around the world. And we will sing praises to your name all throughout this new year. Thank you for your care for us, your love for us. And I thank you, Lord, for hearing and my prayer. And I thank you in advance for answering it. Thank you for your word, which teaches me how to pray, how to ask for what you want me to ask for. Thank you. Thank you for your steadfast love toward us. and Thank you for the mercy that you extend to all mankind. I thank you, Lord. And once again, I just have to say it again. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. This I pray in the name of Jesus, and may it be done according to your word and your will. Amen. All right, that's it for episode number 130. I'm telling you what, it's a blessing. I really mean it. It's a blessing and a privilege to have the opportunity to pray for you. So I thank you for allowing me the blessing of praying for you today. I really do mean that. It's a privilege to pray for others, isn't it? I mean, it's a rhetorical question. Yes, yes, it is. One thing that gave me sort of a heart jump start. When it comes to prayer was a realization that when I step into eternity, when I'm in heaven with the Lord, you know, the, the new heavens and the new earth, when I'm in paradise with the Lord, I'm, I'm not going to need to pray for physical healing for people, for financial provision for people, for, you know, think of, think of the kinds of things that are on our prayer list Those things are all going to be taken care of. He's going to make all things new. He really is. I'm going to praise and I'm going to worship and I'm going to adore him, revere him, honor him, but he's going to set everything aright. He really will make all things new. And he means it when he says there'll be no more crying or death or pain or sorrow. So those kinds of requests, I'm not going to need to lift up before him. They're going to be gone forever. That realization, it moved me to change the way I pray. So I pray over these needs that are only here in this kind of locked up point in time when we're alive on this planet. I pray with more fervency, more intensity, kind of more longing for him to hear and answer because I don't have forever to be about this work of praying for others in those kinds of needs. I just don't. I only have right now. And and I guess I suppose that's why I'm so thankful to be able to pray for you today on the podcast. I really do mean that. I take it seriously. I don't have forever to pray for you. So I took advantage of what I do have, and that's right now, and the opportunity to pray for you right now. If this is something that was a blessing to you, I've got three quick things to mention. Number one, I have a private prayer group on Facebook, and it's a private group because prayer requests are confidential. So it's not like private for any weird reason. It's just because sometimes you just don't want anybody to be able to stumble upon something, a prayer request you shared social media. So it's a private group for that one reason. Uh, I do little videos in there, sometimes with like audio and a slide deck. Sometimes I'm live in the video, Um, pray in the group. I do that a couple of times a month. And the people who have prayer needs that they've shared with me there, I pray and pray and pray for those needs on a continual basis. Several times a week, I'm praying through that list. So, you know, you don't, a couple times a month is not going to be like a ton of notifications from the group. If you're interested in joining, It's called Praying Through the Storm Online Prayer Retreat with Jan, middle initial L, last name Burt, on Facebook. And I'm going to put the link at the top and the bottom of the show notes for this episode. The link is also on the main page you land on my website, janlburt.com. Second is a new podcast I'm working on. This podcast is going to be um, focusing on prayer. The Bert Not Ernie show is about God's promises, knowing who we are and who we're not, kind of our identity in Christ based on God's Word. The secondary podcast is going to be called The Prayer Podcast with Jan L. Bert, and you guessed it, it's all about prayer. Third thing, a resource that I created for the new year that is based on something that I personally do on an annual basis. I just pray verses from God's Word. I have time of listening with Him, thanking Him, and kind of making notes as I literally make the decision to dedicate the first fruits, the beginning of the year to him. I give him the whole year and I put my money where my mouth is, so to speak. Like I dedicate time to giving him the beginning of the new year as a representation of the whole of it belongs to him. And uh, sometimes I get some really uh, conviction, encouragement ideas that are kind of like, this is a Holy spirit idea. This is not a Jan idea. I'll tell you that. And it can be things that bless people in ways that I don't have the ability to bless them. And quite frankly, that's what I want out of my life. I want the Lord to uh, use me up, wring me out, every bit of it squeezed out. When I roll into the grave, I want it to be like, man, I gave it all for Jesus. He just, it all, it's all gone. I am wrung out empty. If you know what I mean when I say that, right? Like, I mean, I want to, I want to um, live well And live fully for him and not just ever get to a point where I rest on my laurels or retire from the Lord's work. I don't have any intention of doing that. Retirement as a Christian, I don't see that anywhere. Actually, Old or New Testament, a follower of God never gets to retire from serving the Lord. So I want to be about that. So that's one of the reasons I do this kind of thing where I spend 21 days praying over my new year. And last year I did this with um, a group of people on my email list who wanted to be part of it. I had really kind of tremendous feedback that encouraged them, that it blessed them. And I had several people ask me, at least 10, maybe more than that, would you put this together into some kind of like a book format? And so I've done that. It's available on Amazon. It's on my website as a digital download. Um, there were some glitches with it because that, I'm telling you what, that happens every time I create something that's like a book type product. There are glitches. And even in a, in a conversation just yesterday with a friend who is just so, uh, she was really encouraging and really just let me kind of share about some frustrations with how discouraging it can be to hit these snags but then also how nice it is to go okay I'm just being real I'm keeping it real that that to me that's also a good reminder that whatever you get out of it is all from the Lord because I look at it and see how many trial and error attempts there were to get it to where it is in each different format like it's one thing on Etsy it's one thing on Amazon it's one thing on my website it's a different thing on Teachers Pay Teachers like I see all of that you hopefully just will receive from the Lord through it. So it's good. It's good. It keeps me out of the way and keeps the focus on Jesus. But um thank you to her. She knows who she is. So thank you for letting me uh just kind of mm I don't want to use unpack exactly, but you just let me share and you reminded me that um it's a good thing to have things that keep me humble before the Lord. So thank you for sharing that with me yesterday. Bless me. Just wanted to say that here. But if you are interested in a copy of this, it is called the 2023 Prayer planner. It's just 21 days that you really don't have to do starting on January 1st. You could do this really at any time. I've had people message me and let me know they did it several times throughout the year and it was encouraging every time they did it. Some people couldn't start until February and somebody in March even and still bless them. So, like as they plan out the rest of the year. So, it's you can do it at any time. It's just about this particular year. I just kind of rearranged some things so it talks about the upcoming year, specifically 2023. You can find it on Amazon. I'm going to put the link. You can find it on my website. And uh, it just has 21 days of verses, devotional type content about each verse, a prayer for each day, and then places for you can, like journal type pages where you can just write out what the Lord is laying on your heart. You can put your plans down there. You can pray and plan with the Lord and take note of, like write down in one specific place what the Lord is saying to you about the coming year. It really is a way to give the first fruits of the year to the Lord as an offering to him. And man, it's a great way to start your year. Uh, to begin with the Word of God is our foundation. That's It's perfect. It's the perfect way. The Word of God in prayer is the perfect way to start the year, giving it to him. If you like a copy, grab it on my website, Etsy, Teachers Pay Teachers, as a print book to order via Amazon. It's not on Kindle. It's a print book, but that's really the only printed bound version. I mean, you can print it out and I want you to print it out if you buy it somewhere else, but if you'd like it already printed for you, that's uh, on Amazon. The price is between seven and a little over $8, depending on the platform, because of all of the things you just abide by their rules. Uh, So it's not a huge financial investment per se, but it's an investment that's going to pay huge spiritual dividends. So check that out. If you want to kick off the year praying, seeking the Lord intentionally, growing your faith, your trust, your prayer life. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. Growing in my personal study of God's word, challenging myself to really, 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 really believe that what the Bible says is 100% true, and then to really, 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 really live like what the Bible says and is 100% true uh, because it actually is. Praying based on what the Bible says, oh man, that has been life changing for me. When you combine those things together and you add that to being part of a local church, following the Lord's leading, in your relationships, your serving, wherever he calls you to serve, whatever that looks like as he leads for you at the point in time that you are right now. That is like dynamite, that combination. It marks a difference in your life. Like, I mean, you will be marked. You will be a marked man or a marked woman. It cannot be measured this side of eternity. It's always worth it to get into the word of God, to spend time in prayer, and to grow in your faith through Christian community. It's always, always worth it. It's not going to be something you're ever going to look back on and go, oh man, why did I pray so much? Why did I read my Bible every day and, and listen to solid Bible teaching and preaching each week? And, you know, why did I tithe and why did I take sermon notes and go to church? Why did I go to Bible study and serve where the Lord led me to serve? Man, why did I believe God for so much? Why did I take Him at His word like completely and fully? Why did I long to be more like Jesus? and Live a less self-absorbed life. Ah, shucks. That was a waste. No, no, no. You're not going to end up saying that ever. Ask me how I know. A life well lived. That matters. It matters so much. May this coming year be the best well lived year of your life thus far. I'm believing big things from the Lord on your behalf in 2023. And I'm not going to stop believing those big things. I'm just not. I'm going to keep going with this belief and keep Believing God is going to answer this prayer I prayed today over and over and over again. I want you to join me in believing that. I want you to believe big, to pray big. Study your Bible big. Be part of your church big. Grow up to maturity big. And let's just blow the doors off this thing in the next 12 months by the power of the Lord at work in you and through you. May you be blessed beyond measure, my friend. I mean that beyond measure. I'm thankful thankful, thankful, really thankful beyond words for you. Once again, thank you so much for listening and for the blessing of covering you in prayer. Bye-bye till next time. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.